Welcome back to the Black Lotus Podcast. This is a brand new episode brought to you by... Do we have any sponsors yet? We just have C-Surf Co. C-Surf Co. I think that's it. I'm going to try to get us another sponsor. Um, Yeah. I want to go towards the direction of having like all black sponsors. I like that. I like that. Like we'll that. move C-Surf code to the other one. Well, we we'll, no, we'll, 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 we'll keep, we'll keep yeah. C-Surf. We're going to keep C-Surf because we'll, we'll keep C-Surf. Well, she, she's been with us for, you know, since, since, since the beginning. So yeah. I think that's when we write, but. Shout we'll out move, Charlie. Hell yeah. But moving forward, I do want to have all black sponsors because, you know, our, our audience knows what we represent. Yes. Yes. And the vision that we have. It's actually kind of crazy. Um, we was talking about uh, in our the podcast that's coming out this week. Mm-hmm. We was talking about like a black owned Amazon, yeah, type thing. Yeah, with them. Like, nah, like there's actually like a black owned business. What you mean? There's actually like a black owned business like Amazon. Really? Yes, yeah, it's called Mariah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's 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 kind of crazy. Is it is it exp- is it is it like more expensive or is it the same thing? I haven't looked at the website yet, but it has like thousands of like black owned stuff and like like it's like a marketplace. Oh shit! I'm yeah, bro. Shit. It was this fire because um, I we had when I got that idea, I hadn't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. What but then literally like within days, yeah, I saw it appear. I saw it in like another black page posted. That's crazy. I'm like, what? Oh, that's what you sent to me. That's what you sent to the Black Lotus page. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's crazy. That yeah, crazy. bro. That's that stuff crazy. is fire. That's fire to um, actually, like, have it just clothes and stuff? It's like everything. Like, they got iPads and hella like, shit. Like, all types of stuff, like toys and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, black-owned toys. Like, that's it's hella, hella, like, all black-owned stuff. Just It's like, you know, it's like Amazon. Yeah. I think, I thought that stuff was really cool. When I saw it, I'm like, okay. This is how we start to spend money within our community. But honestly, I might even make a post on the Black Lotus page about it like yeah. today or tomorrow. Yeah, you should. I just been fuming with like, with, like just fueled with inspiration lately. I can see. Fueled with inspiration, bro. I'm not gonna I lie. See. I I'm gonna tell you. I'm not gonna say it on the podcast because I don't want no one to steal my ideas. Okay. But I was talking about like a, a book that I had a, that I had thought about writing. Um, uh, don't don't say it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Well, like, bro, but I'm I'm not I'm not gonna talk about what it is, but I'm gonna talk about how I came to the conclusion, right? Okay. Like, the past week, I've been um. When I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. after like, a friend calls me like you called me today, mm-hmm. um, after after I'm done with that, like I turn my phone off. Yeah. 
and I just focus on whatever task I need to, whatever task yeah. or task that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, you know, like ask and ask, like all that, that, you know, that should be hard for black people to say. Ask? Like ask, like ask versus like ask or some shit. Ask versus ask. Yeah, but like you said, like, like, ta- like, like task. Task like, versus task. Yeah, but, but I know how it's hard for black people. To no, no, but not it's when 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 because people say I talk a little white. I mean, fuck that. I, I I hate when people say that bullshit. But I mean, but me our, talking proper. I understand that's how black people just say that shit. Bro, bro, our literally how we talk. I was about to get into our language comes I, from yeah. comes from white people like. Yeah, in the south, like from yeah. Scotland, like you know yeah. the people who was in the south too yeah. with us. It's it's uh, what's it called? It all it's comes called. from white people. Yeah. We are in a white dominated hegemony yeah. or society, you know. So we're gonna like that's just the antebellum come out. Right, right. But 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 what I was gonna um, I, I was just I that, that's not what I was gonna talk about. I just wanted to talk about how like that um, that's just kind of crazy how we how we learned that. That, like like the origin of like of the origin of of how we speak, yeah. So like that, but I was gonna. You uh, know, it's on a, on a yeah. similar note. It's crazy how we've never done the rednecks, uh, the redneck uh, podcast. We haven't, bro. It's crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little scared too. I feel like I have to reread it. I I was. I don't think I am anymore. You want to do it now? Um. Now, nah. Just because like the readings I'm focused on right now, I'm really just trying to like ex- like expand yeah. my knowledge, and in the teachings that we have. So you want to you want to though eventually. Yeah, and the teachings that we have from that book have are like really like a staple of our ideology. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I feel like each black author that I read gives me like a piece, like it's like an infinity yeah. stone. Yeah, I, exactly. It's like, exactly. It, it's, it's an infinity it's, stone. It's, it's like bro. It's how I see it. It's like it's like it's like a core memory. In, uh, right, it's a core yeah, memory. It's a core memory. It's a core it's memory. Like, it's, like, it's like it's like a it's compartmentalized. Right, right, and like because I, th- I think of each author that that I that I that I've that I think I've read. of I think of them like I think of my mind like as in like land like lands like kingdoms and shit yeah and like spaces so like planets sometimes I think of it as in like Star Wars and each planet is like a part of my like it's like a like and 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 then you, and you all use each yeah, of those actually, authors yeah, to each of them. to yeah. to to form your own ideology because exactly. I didn't I, w- I was thinking about this one because they because like think about it their ideologies could be how a world is ran right you know what I'm saying right it could be how a world is ran exactly exactly and, and, if that, and, and, and then you go to that world and you see it how it's ran you know what I'm saying according to their how they re- wrote their books. That's how I see things. But you might not agree with everything. Yeah, which is why, which is why the world is how it is. And exactly. Why there's, why there's bad parts of the world and why there's good parts of the world. Like for for for, for each black author that, that it's I've, up to us to determine. My bad, I didn't mean to. But I was just like, oh, I see right. it. It's up to us to determine if that world that they would rule is best. Exactly. And then how can you combine each world into to making the best ideology? I think your reality. I think every generation need. I was every generation needs to be better 
yeah. than the next one Facts. because we have more evidence to prove our theories. There's there there should have been a black man far smarter than Malcolm X by now. Simply because simply because we have sixty more years of evidence in the black community. I wouldn't I wouldn't say smarter, but but like but like more more evolved. Someone 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 who can who can talk about the things he talked about, but with even we have even more evidence of of behavior of the behavior in this country. Well, I'll tell you why that happened. It's because black people were no longer they were they weren't po- they weren't political back then. Mm-hmm. The only political when they got political, that's when you start to see they started turning complicit. Facts because because we weren't aligned started, to parties back then. No, 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 no. That's not that's okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because when you align yourself with politics in a life. You begin to feed into this illusion that media is taking in media every day is necessary. Caring about uh, social status. Actually, I say that. Don't 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 listen to that part. But when you care about politics, you start to care about minute things, and you begin to let media consume your life which is like news channels like cnn mm-hmm. or even simpler uh, ktvu out here cron 4 uh fox news um even simpler uh shave room hollywood unlock shave room is the devil bro tmz the devil for sure the devil bro I will never forget when that Quavo and Sweetie. Star. I'll never forget when that Quavo and Sweetie shit happened. And you remember, remember, remember they had that altercation. Remember that? Yeah. And it was like it was, it was when like they, Quavo. They went at that nigga head, boy. No, but my problem with it was, and I was seething when I, I was actually like seething. Like I, I, I don't really get mad a lot, but I was actually extremely mad because the, the the fucking. Did you hear the? Did the, you hear the vocabulary word he just used? The, <laughs> The the manipulation was so blatant. It was so blatant. Because, I was like, and, bro. And, and, let me explain why. Because they posted the clip of of, of Quavo like like wrestling the bag away from her mm-hmm. and kind of like pushing her to, to the ground a little bit. Yeah. Right. And it said it posted that part. Yeah. And then it said check out the full clip on TMZ. Right. Mm-hmm. But they check the, out the the full clip was only. One second longer, and the one second that they cut off was where Sweetie was was trying to kick him. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember. That shit was crazy. Right. You know. Yeah. And the, and here's the thing, for me is for for me, I'm not excusing the behavior by both parties. Yes. But if you're gonna show what happened, show the full thing, full and thing. not and not show and not show the people one thing to manipulate. Yeah. Because they and knew, not, and, and because they know what you're doing with that too. They're, they're calling us fucking stupid. Yeah. They're calling us stupid. They're calling black black women. That is that, not, that, no no no, that. no no. That is an insult to black women because because that is saying to y'all y'all do not have the the critical thinking skills to 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 assess the situation. Look at the whole thing. You're gonna look at this shit and get emotional because they want you to get emotional. They want they want to divide us. They want to divide us. It, it's it's spitting in our faces. Pages like that spit in our face. They spit in our face, bro, and it pisses me off. It pisses me off, bro. 
I was like, bro, seething. When I saw that, I was seething mad because I'm like, bro, it's literally right in our faces and nobody's looking at it. Oh, shit. And nobody's looking at it, bro. Oh, shit. You know? But g- moving on, going no, back, back. Back to what I was saying. I, was, I want to talk about the black authors thing. Wait, no, wait, no, I got to finish. I'm oh, gonna sorry, finish. sorry. I'm, finish. I'm, I'm all over the place right now. Um, the point I was trying to make with, with media and when you consume yourself with politics, when you get into politics, your way of life changes. Right. You are no longer looking to increase your social status, which is honestly very close to spirituality. Wait, you said when you're in politics, you're no longer trying to increase your social status? Not in the same way that you once were. You're now trying to create... Now, once you get into politics, you're no longer commingling with yourselves. You're commingling with the outside groups, which makes... Their expectations are already different than ours. Barack Obama says super PACs change his politics. Political action communities, people who give and donate money. Mm-hmm. He made that in his book. They change his politics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're not in it for your community anymore. You're in it for, that, for, for whatever party you're representing. Precisely. And so when black people assimilate into the Democratic Party, their ideologies change. And now they're starting to slow them down. Mm. We weren't assimilated into a party. We were focused on trying to get what was best for our people. Okay, think about think about black progress from 1900 to 1965 versus black progress. I'll tell you when it versus, stopped. Versus black progress from 1965 to 2022. Let me say this. There has been... There has been a smarter man or a more there have been more uh, actually I'm going to bring one on There's, there have been more uh, knowledgeable men than uh, Malcolm X may I say that um, one his name is uh, Dr. Amir Loggins okay. and uh, I'm trying to get him on as soon as possible one should, I person, to, should I go to graduate school bro? I am I might really want to go into the full... In my 30s, I'm going. I might want to go like into full-scale academia. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Like, in my 30s, like, once I hit 30, like, I'm, I, and I get... I, once I buy my house, once I actually buy my house, and I have, like, my businesses up and running, I'm going to go back to school, I'm going to get a doctorate in English with a concentration in black studies. Mm, that's fire. That way, I have my English degree, so I can do documentaries and write and all that Jeez. stuff, and it can be concentrated in Black Studies. You know what I'm saying? So right. I can write about the things that I'm passionate about. Exactly. You know exactly. Continue with what you were saying about. Uh, you said Amir Loggins. Yeah, Doctor Amir Loggins. There's been smarter. There's there there are and there have been smarter men. But they're not the leaders of the community anymore. And the reason being is because we are no longer. Aspiring to keep things in our community, Whew. we're not. We're not. not. We're not fighting for our community. We are now. Since we entered this this pool, we are now fighting for. We are fighting for ourselves, which created this crab in a barrel mentality. And it kind of pulled. It kind of just like 
when with the civil rights movement, I, in my in my opinion, it kind of pulled the strings from under it, and it kind of like created because there are some people who were falling into the barrel. But then they pulled like this. They pulled like strings, and like and the barrel just got bigger. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so like a whole bunch of more like crabs started to fall, and then you look around, and there's just a bunch of crabs on the edge of the barrel, but they're very far. And the thing is, a lot of the it's crabs, a lot of the crabs, and there's and there's sti- and there's crabs in the barrel trying to pull them into the barrel. And the thing is, there are crabs who have more resources. Yeah. Who are who are probably better evolved, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm trying to say black people they're yeah. black people are more evolved, but in terms of crab, you know, analogy. Yeah. Like there are crabs yeah. who know yeah. who know how to get there, there are crabs who know how to get to the top of the barrel faster. Come but, wait, 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 I was about to say this. There's crabs you gotta you gotta pay attention, people. Because if you're at the top of the barrel, listen to me. If you're at the top of the barrel, it's hard to see. Who's trying to pull you into the barrel and who you need to help out? Ooh. And here's another thing. The individual crab who has more resources to get yeah. to the top, even he's he's not with another crab. Yeah. So his resources are spread out. Yeah. And it's not as powerful because he's only by himself. Thanks. Nice. You want something to drink, brother? My bad. I should no, I'm just going to do it. Okay. And he's only working for himself. Yeah. I, got, I got my water. I was saying, I got a cup and stuff. I got chips and shit, too, now. No, I'll be right Yeah, stacked up. Get <laughs> <laughs> you improving this thing. <laughs> nah, but for real, bro, it's like... I think that's a problem with, like, black black leaders. Yeah. Our leader, our black leaders, Dr. Claude Anderson talks about this. He says black leaders today aren't really black leaders. Yeah. Because they are not for black people. Yeah. They are, they are for whatever respective organization... They are within, and a lot of and times this these is, organizations aren't black organizations. And let me ask you this question, because I was going to make this a statement, but I want to ask you this as a question. Okay. I feel... I don't feel this. I just thought of this. Okay. Okay. We see how black men in our communities are leaders. Right. Right. But of what community? They're allowed, they're okay. Let me say that. They are leaders of our communities, but what communities are they aspiring to be a part of? It's a good question. I feel we're gonna. This is how. This is how we're gonna make this. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna take a snippet of time real quick, because you know how we are time this podcast. I'm gonna take a snippet of pop of time real quick. Diddy just won the Lifetime Achievement Award of 2022. I thought when I heard about it, I was like, why is he winning this award? He's too young. There's a lot of other people you should be trying to give this to. But I had to take that quick. Because Diddy has actually done a lot for the black community. But it hasn't been finished. The idea is there. But it, what I feel like I feel like he needs to he needs to uh, go through. He needs to keep going through. Right, right. Cause it's not it's not a lifetime yet. Wait, no, 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 no. But yeah, but I don't know. But we don't know if I don't know if he's going to get to that point because that's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of like 
you're gonna have to bring in black leaders, like black, like, uh, black, because he's he what he's doing is he's tying the bridge from the bourgeoisie to the middle class, mm-hmm. and kind of making the triangle with hip hop, right? When you see how entrepreneurs, you know, he's trying to get. You know, lower class kids and middle class kids to help him run, uh, or not kids, but people to help him run revolt. You see him, you know, his uh, his tequila line. He's 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 an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? And he and he's 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 creating this new this new way of black elitism. It doesn't have to be like black exceptionalism. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we need to head. I'm not gonna lie, you think I think that no, I think that this is where we need to head. This is our I'm saying this is we don't have a mission statement. We haven't said we haven't had a mission statement, but I thought about this the other day. To create an awareness of the lack of intellectualism in our community. That's what we're doing here. That's what that's exactly that's exactly what our mission statement is. We gotta let people we have to make people aware of it. Cause a lot of people aren't even aware. Yeah. And we have to start with awareness. Yeah. You know? It starts with... Uh, um, to create awareness of the lack of intellectualism in our community. I'm not going to lie, bro. Honestly, it's black people... It's not even about class. It's about intellectualism. Because if you... We've been are pacified. Putting, exactly. And if you were intellectual, you would be able to see that. The black middle class has been pacified. Yes. Since the 1970s. Yes. And because... Since, I mean, when you look at the poverty rate in 1948, I think it was, um, like... We are no longer yeah. in poverty, no, people. No, no, no. In 1948, we were... I'm cutting that. 40, 48%. The black poverty rate was at 48%. Okay. Right? Yeah. By 1980... Okay. It was... 29%. So, there is, there is a big decrease... And with this decrease, um, with this decrease, you went from half being in poverty to a third being in poverty. And with this happening, more more people, since, since a majority of your community isn't in poverty anymore, there isn't as much of a need for people to want to fight to get out of that problem. And as in the black middle class has been pacified. My black political theory professor was talking mm-hmm. about this. We've been pacified as a people because we don't have to deal with that with as much bullshit as our forefathers did. Yeah. And with this, we don't see the problems as much as as we should. Yeah. I honestly, prior to um two years ago, I think I was damn near pacified. I um I'd always been knowledgeable and stuff like that, but I I didn't really like see there like being like as big of a problem in our community as there was 
until I started reading. And I started really opening my mind to the issues that our community has. And I'm like, damn, we have a lot of problems. This goes outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's how a majority of people are. And honestly, I can't remember which author it was that I read. It was like recently. But the black middle class, we have failed on our, on our, on our responsibility to bring the rest of our people up. We have failed. A lot of black middle class people have the mentality of like, ah, it is what it is. Like, uh, I don't, I don't really care. Like, it's like all, oh, oh, we shall overcome nonsense. Like, kumbaya, black people come together. Like, bro, like, like that stuff has been implanted into our heads, bro. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot. Of just we just been pacified. We've been, we've been weakened. We don't feel a need to, to want to fight anymore. But I think slowly and slowly people are waking up. And I think another problem is, I was, in, in my book I've been reading, called The Man Not, I've been thinking about violence in our community. And I came to the realizations why we march whenever a black person is killed by the police. Well, I mean, I already told you why. Nah, I came to a different realization. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I not know why we march when it happens, but we don't protest the violence that happens amongst our own communities. We, as black people, we live in this white, controlled, hegemonic society. We hold white people to a higher standard than we do ourselves. Because if we had true self-respect and we respected ourselves as a people like we should, we wouldn't tolerate the violence that occurs in our community. We wouldn't tolerate it. We would be like, hey, nah, this bullshit has to stop. And within the communities that the violence takes place in, there would be more of a negative perception of it. Like, no, this shit needs to end. Like, why are we continuing to do this? But when a black person is killed by a white man, I feel like this This is just a theory that I had. I'm not saying this is fact, but just something I, I thought about. When when a white person kills a cop, I mean, when a, when, when a white when, when a white cop kills a black person, we we think of it as like, oh my God, white people, how could they do this to us? How could they do this to us? They are they are morally better than this. They are they are morally superior to us as black people. They they shouldn't be killing us. But black people, we do not think we are morally superior enough to hold our, our own people accountable to when violence occurs in our communities. So that's why there's so much outrage when, when a white cop kills us as opposed to when black people are dying every single day in the streets. We, don't, we, need, to hold, we need to start holding each other accountable. We don't hold each other accountable, but we hold white people accountable. Yeah. Why do we hold them accountable but not ourselves? That's a good question. I think we should hold everybody accountable. 
Because nobody is above death. When it comes to violence, you know, when violence it, is always going to happen, but the surge in our community, you know what I'm saying, the deaths against us are, uh, oh, damn. Hello? Hello? Hey, it's on. Hey. Okay. Um, and the deaths in, and and the deaths in our community, and the surge and, and the violence in our community. It's only been, um, you know, there's, there's deeper roots. There's deeper rooted issues. I think you know me and Q, me and you and the kill out this conversation. Um, we gotta get him on here. Dinner like Saturday. We'll see when he's free. Or, or Thursday. We'll see when he's free. Or no, not Thursday, but who's that? Oh no, I can't do tomorrow. I only do one tomorrow. Only one? Yeah. Okay. Continue what you were saying. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Um, you're talking about the, the surge of violence? Yeah, yeah surge of violence is, it, 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 there's deeper rooting issues that, you know, and, and there's personal reasons, but I feel like a lot of them can have solutions, and a lot of these problems have the same solution. And I feel like it's it's by thinking about tomorrow that makes sense, or or thinking about how it's going to how about thinking about how your actions of today are going to affect you tomorrow. Thinking about your actions of today are going to are going to affect you tomorrow. Yeah. We need to be in a more long term mindset of instead of short term. Exactly. Why people think about why people think of it that way? But like this, at most jobs. There's not too there's not too many jobs where it's like lots of black people besides the port. And that's why I love Besides my, the what? The port. Okay. That's why I love my job cuz I work with all black people. That's why I love Howard, you know what I'm saying? So when I'm down there, uh there's a lot of there's a couple of black intellectuals down there that I talk to. And uh we're able to have we're able to keep up in conversations, but they're like 10, 20 years older than me. So, you know, when I'm talking to them, they're amazed, you know, but once we start getting into the conversation, we start getting into the nitty gritty, we start talking about, you know, how, what they think is best for the black community. And, uh, it's interesting seeing other perspectives and how they tie so closely, but they lack the, they lack the youth to do anything about it. Right. They're pacified. Yeah. They don't think they can do it's, anything. It's anymore. not necessarily pacification. It's not pacification, but I think the youth are pacified. That's 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 I think the youth is pac let me let me be clear. I think what you're talking about, I think the youth are pacified. Once you reach a past a certain age, your responsibilities turn different. I think I think older people are are still pacified though. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well what do you mean? I think that your responsibilities turn different. For instance, they've been pacified, and and then once you get, and then once you reach another certain age, then you become pacified by just life, honestly, and you don't begin to care about anything. You don't. All well, you I was gonna say that. Just, I was gonna say that. Shit. Like the the older you get, the more you start not to give a fuck. Yeah. You know, but what did they be talking about? 
Um, one dude said that he feels that because I was telling him I feel like uh, Booker T. Washington. I feel like his his ideology was very similar to mine, and at least when it comes to the investment advancement for black people, um, he said that his was more aligned with. Uh, uh, WD the voice and he said um, that like niggas like Jay-Z should be trying to help um, the niggas in the bottom now and niggas like who were like rich and like behind the scenes they should be giving back and they are starting to give back but they're only giving back to the middle class no did you hear Jay-Z um they're only giving back to the middle no, class. No, and, no. And, and listen, because, listen, because uh, when you look at uh, graduates of college like Morehouse, when he raised all their debt for that year, mm-hmm. and what Diddy's doing, he's giving $2 million to HBCUs. Yeah. And you see a lot of government agencies, they're giving money to HBCUs probably because black people in those agencies were telling them to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're giving it to the college students. So, which is perpetuating black you know, I'm not saying black elitism, but they're not giving it back to, you know, the kids or like um, programs to help get people off the street trades or like to help advance the advancement of black people through therapy and stuff like that. They're not giving it to organizations that can, you know, help. Right. They're giving it to schools now i feel like that now now don't get me wrong don't get me wrong at all i think that that is a great thing and i think that you guys could, should continue to do that but i'm saying to the other 10 percent of the top 10 percent of black people that's that's who he was upset with well what, what i was going to say to you like jordan and, and shit like that what i was going to say to you is that um jay-z recently is, ho- is like in, in the marcy projects yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, he, he's 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 teaching um, cryptocurrency classes. Yeah, like that's 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 great. Yeah, that information well, is highly useful. Yeah, highly useful. Yeah, and that's that's honestly how we gonna pull ourselves out of out of um out of the situation that we're in. Right. Like cryptos is the new wave, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, I feel like if they if they see black people start getting on it, they gonna find every possible goddamn way to make sure that this shit is not successful. Not listen. I think that they can't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm saying the reason. I'm, no, no, no. The reason why is because it wasn't made by white people, and so since it wasn't made by white people, they have no control over it. And oh, since they yeah. don't have the same ideology, you know, they're a little less racist over there. Yeah, it's just like progressive liberal white people. Not necessarily. I lied. It's Never a, mind. It's it's a, it's a different it's a different type of their racism comes because they're because we're different and they don't understand us yet. Right. They have a false image of us. Mm-hmm. Once we explain that image of them uh, of ourselves, I feel like they would understand us. It would it would be a, it would be a agree to disagree type of situation. Right. Because we respect each other's differences. You know, like how um, in Star Wars. They have the Congress. They have senators, and the pot, and the, like the pot, like how how politically you know they address each other like politically correctly. Yeah. 
That's how it would be. That's how the world is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be... Um, like... I feel like if I get down this road, we're not gonna we're not gonna turn back. Just watch what you say. Let's say it in a light way. Is racism? Is racism the worst thing that's affecting the black community? Um, I think every every ill that we have is a product of racism. Let me rephrase that question. Is white racism the only thing that's affecting the black community? The only thing? Or the primary thing? Well, I mean, at the, at the root cause, a lot of our issues stem from white racism, but then we perpetuate it through our culture. When we got our civil rights, what did we do with them? We voted. That's what civil rights are. When we got our civil rights, we we voted. Voted. no, no, we no, voted. no, 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 I don't want to hear that anymore. What? I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. We, we voted. We we started going into white owned restaurants. Fuck that. No, you're not, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Right, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Right. Okay, when say when it, we say got it. our civil rights, what did we do with them? We were redlined in the 50s. Okay. We got our civil rights. They were no longer able to redline us. What did our parents do? What have we done to take advantage of that? Um, nothing. As a community, as a society, as a society. And, uh, I, I and this, 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 no, is, I this is the biggest, this is the biggest, biggest discord. This is the biggest discord. And this is how I feel like Diddy is really doing something good. Outside of our community, we have a lot of black people, if that makes sense. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of black people who, you know, buy a house in a suburb somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or, um,. They don't associate with black people because of something. Or they're not as in tune with, with the black community and what's really going on in, in, in the black community as... Uh, or they're, or not, they're not, you know, they're not advancing themselves, you know, uh, in educating themselves about themselves. Right. If that makes sense. So, um... I feel that when we talk about how black people are challenged, we're not challenged politically. We are challenged socially. We're challenged mentally because we have a lack of uh, self-preservation. And because we don't respect ourselves, and we have an insu- we have an insecure, we have a narcissistic insuperiority complex. Say it again. We have a narcissistic insuperiority complex. Insuperiority. 
inferiority. In, in, not inferiority. Um, inferiority. Inferiority. Yeah, inferiority. So narcissistic, narcissistic inferiority complex. Yeah. Hmm. Elaborate. We have the crab and barrel mentality without seeing the bigger picture of things. And then we blame, we blame, we blame the outside, this big magical force without seeing what actually knocked us over. It's not a big magical force though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But we don't know what this force is. We don't know what the quote-unquote man is. Now we do, though. But we still blame it on the man. You know, our actions are blaming it on the man without actually blaming it on that source. I mean... We don't... We don't... Listen. Who man. See, if I say this on this podcast, we're going to have to cut it. I'm going to... Forget it. Listen. Say it, bro. Listen. Listen. Say it. When I... When a black person is killed by a cop, right? Okay. Why do we post it on the street, right? Why do we post it? Why do we protest the street without killing the cop? We need to ask ourselves these questions. Why do we trust? Why do we? Tr- why do we continue to trust white people to hold white people accountable? We need to ask ourselves these questions, people. You hear the you guys are you guys are listening to Kendrick. Kendrick said stop tap dancing around the questions. He said stop tap dancing. We're asking ourselves these questions. Why don't we do this? Hmm. Why? It's because we have an inferiority complex. Because we will kill we will kill another black person. But why why do we have that inferiority complex? It's a Stockholm syndrome. But you know what it's called? Post traumatic slave syndrome. I mean, it's, it's not even it. I, it, it is. That that's but that's where. There's, it, but there's more. But it's it, it's the reason being as we read in the black 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 liberals book. I mean, white liberals, but white net rednecks. I mean, black rednecks. Black rednecks and white liberals. We read in that book was that the antebellum South really molded us. It stripped us of our manhood, which stripped us of our leaders, which turned the overseers and the masters into the leaders of the families and of their societies. And it kind of made us reset. And now we owe it all to them. They are God. They even molded, listen, they even molded our religion. And a lot of black people still believe in that same God. Without actually looking at the Bible and seeing that that's not the bot. And without, without looking in the Bible and looking at the translation that they're reading and saying, wait a minute. Maybe I should see what God they were trying to cover up. Because obviously this God isn't who they're saying he is. We see the verse, we see the world through their through their lens. Through their lens. Yeah. And what black people need to do when we say that the revolution is not televised, we need to wake up. What it really is is to stop looking at the world 
the way that white people want us to look at us. Right. Like we're inferior. We are equal. You want to know something? You and the to... main thing that's affecting the black community what? is our mindset. Once we get ourselves, once we get ourselves on solid ground, we can begin to help each other. We, okay. have, we once, have to fix it ourselves. We have to fix it ourselves. Yes. Because I and I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it as in you know we shouldn't continue to fight for our rights, but we need to stop. We need to we need to put less focus on protesting and more on activism. Right, activism. Right. Activism and protesting are not the same thing. Right. You can be a protester and not be an activist. Right. Because you're not acting on what if, what are you what are you actively doing for the community? Exactly. Cuz protesting is reactive. It's not proactive. Pro- exactly. No one is protesting right now. No one is protesting. Well, like, actually, I take it back. Right, let me let me re- let me rephrase that. There are a lot of reactivists. There's not there's not enough proactivists. A lot of reactivists. There's right. not enough proactivists. Right, 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 right. I don't know, bro. It's like when you're talking about all the ills that we face. I think um, it's 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 not. Uh, so, so many of our ills are are directly correlated to racism, and if somebody argue with me about that. Mm. I'll be able to, I'll be able to, to prove every single ill that we have and relate and relate it back to how white people fucked us over. I can do and, that too, but that's and, not that's not. But at this point in time, I could I could literally tell you, I could tell you exactly why I drive a Jetta and how white people fucked me over by that. Right. No, and also, I, was, I just want to say this before I forget this: Why is there no black-owned car company? Have we never? Has nobody ever thought about that? There's not one. Just think about that. Name one person you know who has a, who has a black owned car. I mean, I'm not really that big in the car, so I wouldn't be able to tell you that anyway. I don't know a single. I don't know a single black owned car company. If you have a black owned car company, please reach out to the Black Lotus podcast so we can get a Black Lotus mobile. I'm just playing, but no, no, for real. I'm not playing. That's real shit, bro. No, I actually do. I, I would pay for a Black Lotus mobile. Anyway, um, I, I was gonna say that um. Our, our psychology, has been has been molded, yeah, since, since slavery, yeah, because of a large part due to the media, yeah, stereotypes that yeah. stereotypes that, that have been placed on us, yeah, and over time we have been we have began to believe about ourselves, yeah, you know, and I feel like I feel like because because we are trapped in a foreign land, exactly. That's what uh, I was gonna uh, get. At. That's what I was gonna get to. A, a land that a land. That that we are essentially, um, we're kind of like I wouldn't say we're we're a colony because a colony will like mean I guess like a unified yeah. group being oppressed exactly. But but but, but but white people have colonized us, so to say. They've colonized our minds. Our minds. That's why. But but the thing is, the thing is, all that stuff is true. You yeah. can you can be critical. Of the you can you can be critical of white and black people, mm-hmm. and when, when it pertains to our situation, like for me, through the books I've read, yeah. I I have analyzed certain biases that I have against black people Facts. that I'm trying to beat out of my head. Facts because of, because of, because of the psych because of the the media manipulation of our of our minds that have been forced like stereotypes that have been forced stereotypes 
ways how we think, what we do, everything we do, how, how we're supposed to view the world, it's all been placed on us. But it's, it's important that we have to, we have to recognize that and, and address it and fix it. And Why is wearing a suit white? Our grandfathers did it. They did it because of white people. They, they did they? they? They were even more... Con- bro, white... Bro, our grandfathers... Not not, not our grandfathers... Like... Well, not, let me not rephrase... Our, let me, let me, I think they got perms in the 50s. Well, let me rephrase that. Maybe suits wasn't the right... Um, term, terminology. Should they trying to be like white people more often back then than, than, than like right now? Let me rephrase what I was going to say. Why do we wear... Why do we wear designer clothes? Because we, um, as black people, we, we, we have a natural worthlessness. That's just kind of been taught to ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's honestly that, that's another reason why we are okay with uh, violence in our in our own community mm-hmm. because we because we don't we don't view our lives as 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 valuable and um we and, va- but we value our lives as as what like inferior inferior right and and. Continuing to the brand aspect, mm-hmm. buying from those white brands makes us feel like we are worth something. It, it establishes gives, value. It establishes value because we do because we do not have value amongst ourselves. Let me tell you, black people. Kanye West said it. I said in a previous podcast that it was through the wire. I was wrong. It was uh, we all fall down. Um, matter of fact, I'm gonna pull it up. Pull it up right now. Um, Man, I love eating apples, bro. You would love eating. Ever apples. since, ever since Fraser came in here with, with the pear, <laughs> I've just been carrying for, like an apple with me everywhere I go. Whenever I come to Oakland, I be carrying a pear. Like I be carrying an apple with me. I'm gonna start eating Asian pears. It was good, bro. You just eat some fruit, bro. Yeah. Oh, do not get copyrighted. Hell no. Hell no. Not this episode. Wait, 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 let me see. What are you looking for? I'm show this one, one bar. Do you remember the bar off the top of your head? Here it is, right here. He said, he said, and for that paper, look how low we will scoop. We will how look how low we will stoop. Even if you buy a binge, you still a nigga in a coop. We still trying to buy, we still trying to buy back our forty acres because because black people feel like when you make it, you feel like you're owed it because we all know that we've been done dirty. So Facts. that that that's how that's how we fight back. But that fight back is only. Worsening our situation because we are spending outside of our community and not helping each other. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I feel like for those black people who, you know, who don't know how... I want to also... I also want to say it this way. If we get enough black people in the top 10%, right, who aren't in the same family, those those people who make it in their families can help their families out and make it... Instead of giving them, instead of giving them money, opening doors for them. Right. To help them get on a stable path in life. Similar to what the Jewish community does. I'm not going to lie. 
this made me think about something. My job. Hmm. Everyone knows I work at Safeway um, when I come back home. And I, I work in a black neighborhood, right? Yeah. Why am I the only black boy at my store? My manager is is cool. I fuck with him. Yeah. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. Whenever I want to work there, he let me come back. Mm-hmm. He cool. He like he like hoop. I be talking about shit with him. Like you know, he cool. Yeah. But recently, I was just as I started to advance my mind, I thought about it. he only he hires a lot of Asian people in the store. You know, yeah. a lot of people can't even speak English. There is a there is this one worker. Who's like can speak like she she's a currency clerk, which means she like like brings items from the from the cabinets to the front to to get to customers because our yeah. stores because everything is locked up because people like love to steal in my store. Yeah, but she's 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 out here looking at me like she can't she can't speak English. Why she literally can't? She speak. can't. And nah, no and what I'm saying is like there's no you, way you can give someone a job who doesn't speak English, but 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 there are black people in your community who. Who, who, who been trying to work at that store for hella long? You can't give them a job? And well, wait, 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 wait. wait and here, and have they been trying to work in the community? There are people. Well, I was gonna ask. I was playing devil's advocate to be to be clear. Right? No, that's fine. No, my my boss does not hire people from the community because the community has you know it's, it's a lot of BS that goes on. Oh, I see what you're saying. But the thing is, for me, and I and I I understand why he's doing what he's doing because he's Asian. Yeah. So of course he's gonna help advance his people. Yeah. It's a it's a. Yeah. Oh my bad, my bad people, my bad people. We are gonna cut that part. Reset what you're about to say. And um, he was he was doing what he's doing he, because he's he's doing what he's doing because he's Asian. Yeah. Okay. And he's uplifting his community. Yeah. That's racial uplift for his community, which I respect. Mm-hmm. I respect it because once you give them a job, now their kids will be better off. And maybe be able to give send, your kids a job. Some their kids go to college, and then their kids will go to college. Yeah. And then and now you have a cycle of of the exceptionally black expa- the black expansion. No, I'm not. T- I'm talking about in the Asian community. I mean, I mean, Asian expansion. I mean. Right. That's what Asians do that very well. Ever since they came to America, Asian intellectual expansion. Ever since they came to America, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna lie. A big reason for that is because Asian cultures are very centered on family. Mm-hmm. They. They will sacrifice more things for their family, as opposed to us Americans do. And I think I theorized this too when I was reading. As a result of integration, black people became more individualistic, That's and right. we and we stopped placing as much yeah. emphasis on our family because individual mm-hmm. individualism took place in the late like the rise of it took place in the late nineteen sixties, early nineteen mm-hmm. seventies. Individualism, rise of the sexual revolution, you know. So, and I this, think that and, and this is this is when black people mm-hmm. really merge into white society. Mm-hmm. And another problem is, oh, we, so you think they stuck with that wave? You see, so, but black people stuck with that wave. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Asian, you said Asian people stuck with the wave. I think black people stuck with that wave. Well, stuck with the individual mindset because yeah. because prior to integration, prior to the nineteen seventies, black people. Um, we, we, we had a higher we had a higher marriage a higher marriage rate than white people across the board. Mm-hmm. But then it, it flips drastically. There are a hell of factors that go into it. You have mass incarceration, the mm-hmm. crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm, I'm, I really feel like this, this, individual, this individualism is a mindset because we like to view the world through a white lens. Mm-hmm. While Asian people don't do that, they they keep their culture intact. Mm-hmm. They're they are very centered on family. And the thing is, as black people, we need to get back into our our family root. And as I've grown, I realized that that family root does not mean you need to have a mother and a father in the household, because that that is not the primary thing. What you need is the communal act of raising a child. And that is not just within the household. That is with people outside of the household. Like friends, like family friends. Like, like for example, if, if you're... Dad, that, that happens, though, but the problem is... But we're not in the communities anymore, so it doesn't no, happen no, no, as much. No. That's not that's not what it is. That happens. The problem is the people in their village don't have the resources like they used to. Bro, 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 black families in the 60s, mm-hmm. like, my grandma had permission to fucking whip another another family's child if they've misbehaved. Okay. That's a different kind of type of, a different type of communal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes place in raising the children. And that still happens. I mean, that happens still. Like, I was raised on the block with my grandma. You know, with my gaga. Bro, and it's, 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 it's happened in my family, too. Bro, what I'm saying is but, that happened to me. Like, she, she could spank me if she needed to, is what I'm saying. But it's not, it's not like that everywhere. It's not... It's, not, it, it's it, like that a lot of people. Like, a lot of people that I know, it, it's been like that. There's, there's been a village that raised them. So they have a lot of play cousins and, 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 friend, and, and, and friends of family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, I have tons of friends in my family. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, I have a lot of people I maybe, call cousins and sisters that are, that really aren't related to me. Okay, maybe maybe I'm just projecting because because I don't have that same type of experience in my in, the, in any community that I've grown up in in my life. Well, the reason I'm saying, well, I I have that, but the reason what I'm saying is is that in situations like mine, I can see how that happens where there's a lot of black people who are related, but they don't have the connections or the resources or that one person to be their mentor to tell them. This is what you should probably... These are the options that you have with your life. You know what I'm saying? You should probably be realistic with them. You know what I'm saying? Get you on a good path in life. So you can do what you are meant to be doing. Instead of run around and chase what he's chasing. Or what he's chasing. Or what he's chasing. Or what he's chasing. Like, why did all of us in middle school only aspire... To play basketball, and there were only four dudes in our class who didn't. Aspire to play, and basketball. that's the only thing we thought about. Aspire. Besides you and and some other people, I I always, that was our primary. That was the primary thing that we talked about every day. And if you talk about it, we talked about this the other day. The things that you talk about is what your reality is. Right. So if all we do is talk about basketball and play basketball, Actually, I, I don't think we you, will. I don't think it's what you talk about. It's what you consume, and then you talk about it. Yeah, facts. And all we did was consume, play basketball. Those, and once we watch, we're playing basketball, so we're consuming it as we're playing it. I know you want one. Right. We're playing basketball as we're consuming it. Lisa some Holmes. I found. I found. I found him. You're hard for that. <laughs> You're a hard body for that. I'm not gonna lie. We're consuming it. And so for little black boys to have that as the thing that they are entertained by primarily 
that might that 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 is that's not per se a problem as much as they think that because listen the difference between when white people play basketball and when black people play basketball is the passion because they feel like black people when they play basketball they put everything into it I have to get out of I have to get out of the situation I am because this is my only way out. Right. They're doing one and done in high school, and not high school, but in, uh, in uh, they'll focus they'll focus all they'll focus all their shit in, in uh, high school. They don't make it to college, then they're they're kind of left in like a weird situation, or they'll go to a JC and play there, and then they'll find themselves. But or they'll go to college. Then find themselves, but if you know if they do a one they if they do one year and then they're done. Let's say you get hurt, which happens to a lot of people who don't become superstars. Like there's only one. A lot of people don't realize this. This is all one stream of consciousness. People just bear with me. There's only one Kobe. There's only one LeBron. There's only one Jordan. Hell. There's only one Tyron Lue. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's, thou- there's thousands of uh, Brandon Royce. Right. He just, Tracy McGrady's. He just got to that level. Yeah. So a lot of people had a lot of injuries before they get to the NBA. Precisely. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stories like them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Not a question, but a statement. Mm-hmm. As black men, ever since slavery, mm-hmm. we have been used for our bodies. Mm-hmm. Our black male bodies. Mm-hmm. Our strong bodies. Yeah. You're getting to that? Yeah. Let's get to it. Yeah. Let's get to it. The man yeah. not, people. Yeah. The man not. Yeah. Tommy the man better not. Tommy Curry. Um, but I was thinking, like, black people, why do we play so much so much emphasis from a young age on our bodies and not, we prioritize our, our, mind. our bodies, but not our minds. We don't prioritize our minds, bro. Why is physical health looked at? More important than mental health in our community. A lot of time, people, black boys, will keep their grades up for the sole purpose to play basketball. Right. Why? Not because they they're interested I mean, I, in, the, in their classes. They just want to do it just to get it done so they can hoop. Well, I mean, I mean, like I, I know why, but like, I'm mean, asking that question to the audience, you know? But yeah. It's like. I don't know, bro. For me, honestly, this summer, bro, I've been treating my acquisition of knowledge mm-hmm. a lot like it's summer workouts, bro. Fact. I've been treating this shit like like it's like a sports game. Bro, I've been reading every day now. I've been reading. Bro, come on, bro. It's that time. Today I read uh, a piece of the book called The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. Bro? Mm-hmm. It's a good ass book, man. What's it about? 
Imagine the book of uh, of uh, of Proverbs, but a man just as a prophet saying these proverbs. Okay, I learned a lot. Man. You, you think you learned a lot? The reason I got put on by it was by Huey. Huey Pete? Mm-mm. Huey who? Huey Freeman. Mmm. He said that in the boondocks? That's how we put in, put in gems. Gems, bro. Shout out to Aaron McGruver. Like, I really want to get you on this podcast, brother. Like, it's going to happen. We gonna have some. We gonna have some shit to talk I, about. I, no, like for real. I really want to get you on here. Like before you, before, 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 before you, before you get into like the. I don't. Never mind. I don't even. They're gonna cut that. Yeah. Part. Where were you going? I don't know where I was where going with that. I was gonna say before you die, but <laughs> no, I was about to say that, nigga, that nigga's not even old. Like what the hell? Like, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I'm just playing. But nah, I really want to get. I really want to get Eric McGruber on here, man. For real. Let's do it, man. You're a good brother, man. We gonna do it. Thank you for making Boondocks. That is a that is a true Black American show. Rest in peace to Pops, man. Thanks. Um, but um, where was I? What was I about to say? What, what, what were we talking about before this? Like like the same exact topic. Um. Nah nah nah. There's like a um. There's something I wanted to say. No, no, it's, no, it's not. It's not about the book. Our bodies. No, but no, but there's something like there's something I was I wanted to say, but I kind of forgot. I was talking about Philip Brown. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say now. I was gonna talk about the acquisition of knowledge that I've been that, that mm-hmm. I've been partaking mm-hmm. in. My, like, bro. Not only have I been reading, mm-hmm. I've been like taking full scale notes. Yeah, you're talking about that. I, I told you, like, today, bro. Tell the viewers how you take your notes. I tell them. I'm a, I mean, I'm going to tell y'all what works for me. It might not work for everybody, but I'm going to tell y'all what works for me. I, um, like, the book I'm reading now is called The Man Not by by Tommy Curry. He's a, um African-American studies professor at Texas A&M. Um, and this book... Is a true in-depth analysis of black manhood in America. I mean, like, when I say in-depth, like, this is, like, research. In-depth. Like, like if, like, this is, like, true black intellectualism. At its finest. There's not too many books like this. I want, I'm going to say this right now, I'm... I don't know how black men benefit from the patriarchy. I don't know after, either. After reading this, after reading, you see what I'm saying? You see how, bro? I said this I in previous I podcast. I didn't, I didn't see how. And nobody said nobody really really was tripping about what I said when I said that. I, I I'll bring I'll bring up that soundbite. I'll bring up that soundbite because I really was saying this. I don't I don't um because I asked it was during gender wars. I was like, how do black men? Uh, I was like, do we do we? And then you were like, you were like, well, wait, wait a minute, bro. No, we don't. We don't, bro. We don't. We have the highest. Did incarceration. you get to the part where we have the highest care. incarceration rate? Uh-huh. We we are we are constant. We, we we suffer at the hands of police brutality. Mm-hmm. 
We, not to mention when you go back to the past, we have been lynched for a thousand years. We, I mean, not, 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 a, not a thousand, but a hundred years. Also, we also have been... Sexually abused, sexually harassed. Se- sexualized from the onset, from ever since slavery ended, in order for white people to rationalize... Sexually abused, that, sexually that, harassed, that, and sexually sexualized. In order for white people to rationalize why... Why? Why black we were? We were. They had to. They had to turn us into the black male rapist, yeah. and that oversexualized us to this day. People yeah. don't know this, but the early, the a lot of a lot of feminist texts from early on, mm-hmm. a lot of them are racist as hell, bro, because they had to rationalize why black men got the vote before they did. People don't know this, but Susan B. Anthony mm-hmm. and. Elizabeth Stanton, mm-hmm. they were in the same feminist organization mm-hmm. in the 1860s, right? Mm-hmm. In 1870, when black men got the right to vote, mm-hmm. they split off from that organization because they didn't fuck with that shit. Really? Susan B. Anthony was racist as hell. And people don't know that. Racist as hell. And hey, a lot of... Your enemy's enemy is your best friend. Like, bruh, Until... You switch up. And I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm looking kind of tired of it. And like, black men switched up. I'm looking kind of tired of it, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm segueing off in, in, until, until the black patriarchy shit. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Can we finish this thought, though? No, 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 no. no I'm, not, I'm not done. I'm, yeah. probably, I'm not done yet. But wait, let me just say this real quick. Your enemy's enemy is your best friend. Right. Until your enemy, until, the, until your friend switches up. Then he becomes... The enemy's friend. Uh-huh. Because he feels like you had nothing left to offer. Right. Then, what happened was, the white women befriended the black women, getting them into the feminist work, into, into the feminist movement. When, instead of letting black women think for themselves and create the womanist organization like, they, like I hear a lot nowadays. And that's a big difference. Right, right. Because feminists really just want the advancement. And they, let me not say that. Bro, bro, there are plenty of, there's this one feminist mm-hmm. who, um, who's, who who advocated for the lynching of black men. Like, it was kind of common, bro. That's, that's, that's how white men rationalized. That's, that, that's how they ideologically rationalized. Uh, that's how they ideologically, ideologically rationalize their lynching and treatment of black men because of because of those feminist texts. Text. There was a there was a rationalization for it now in academia, right? So when that happened, you know you know the KKK they used to they used to bring white women along them with them in their raids. So in case a fight broke out amongst black people, they could say the black people was fighting a black woman. And, and white womanhood was praised to the highest standard in that time period. So, like, if you attack our women, we're going we're gonna to get you. And people don't know. Pe- people don't know this stuff. People, white women have been absolved from a lot of blame in history. We always talk about white men. White women, way was right there with them, bruh. When they was lynching us, white women, they was the ones leading it. They was on the horn announcing it, bro. They was getting the fuel in the woods. Hey, black people, I just want you to think about this. In the common black household, whose voice matters? The mother. Why wouldn't it be the same in the white community? 
Exactly. 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 See, see, okay, think about it. On the plantation, white men, they were they were wealthy. Mm-hmm. They were on the plantation. Let me say this. Never mind. They were they were on a plantation. Mm-hmm. So they had political matters to attend to. But who was handling the home? Who was handling the raising of slaves? Who was handling? White women were going out there raping mm-hmm. black men. I was about to rape. say it. I was about to say it. I was about to say it. They, All right, who's handling Before <laughs> slavery? Bef- bro, no. I don't, I don't like that you said that, bro. Because that's sexualizing us again. That is true. That's me feeding into it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's deeply ingrained into yes, us. Yes, it is. Deeply, deeply ingrained. It's time to get that shit out. But it's kind of crazy because white men, they used to analyze our penises and they used to, and that's another way how they sexualize us. They was like, because their dick is bigger, they're dumber. They used to associate small penises with, with, with more intelligence. Mm-hmm. They was like, since their dick is big, they are made to fuck. That's why all the German, that's why all the Greek statues are, have, have tiny ass dicks. Right. Instead of horse longs. Michael, you are. <laughs> Bruh. But I mean, yeah, that's, 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 that, that's how they, that's how they thought. But now everybody wants a big ass dick, huh? Hmm. Now every white person wants big dicks. You didn't want them back then, did you? They didn't. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. But you like, like you suffer with your two inch penis. But like, but like going, going all, you did not have to say that. Going, <laughs> going, Reading is more comedy in this bitch, nigga. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, cut that I'm, part. I'm not in the comedy mood right now. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, keep on, keep on. This is black anthropology. Go ahead. Um, cut. But going back to patriarchy and how black men do not benefit, mm-hmm. we have so many disadvantages. 841k black men in the prison system. The prison system was literally made for us. Let, let's let's not act like it wasn't. It was made for us. And may I just say that this is all in in the scope. Of not life, but in the scope of how the patriarchy affects people. Not how life affects people, but how the patriarchy affects people. I feel that the White patriarchy women have contributed has, heavily to the patriarchy. I as feel well. I feel that the patriarchy has detrimentally affected on the entire. Uh, what's it, what's it called? Um. It's ne- mm. Inter- intersectionality uh, spectrum. It has affected black men the most. Explain. Because taking into consideration the war on drugs, mass incarceration, welfare, even going back to back to the plantation. When it comes to taking our women from us and uh yeah and then doing that to us right to stem to emasculize us and to establish dominance right i think that we have we are forerunners when it comes to people who are affected the most but we can't let that Stop us for accomplishing our goals. Right. Because once we think about all the things that have been done to us, we begin to shorten our journey 
before it is accomplished. Right. And we become complacent right. and with our goal and where we ended up. Right. Facts. And that's what happened. No, I agree, bro. And um, let me read this excerpt mm-hmm. from the book of Week, bro. This is our first excerpt ever on the Black Lotus Podcast. And it will not be the last, I promise you that. <laughs> For surely not. The term is not meant simply to express the material disadvantages black males face due to incarceration, unemployment, police brutality, homicide, domestic and sexual abuse throughout society, or their victimhood. The term is also meant to express the vulnerable condition, the sheer fungibility of the black male as a living terror, able to be killed, raped, or dehumanized at any moment, given the disposition of those who encounter him. Black male vulnerability is an attempt to capture the black male's perpetual susceptibility to the will of others, how he has no resistance to the imposition of others' fears and anxiety on him. Despite the contemporary intersectional feminist and liberal progressive framings of gender hierarchies that maintain that black men have some privilege based on their maleness, black men and boys lag behind on practically every population indicator from education and income to health and mortality. Bro. You know what you should do? What is this? This little insert. You should get on uh, Amazon. Right. And uh, ask them to let you read that book for money. Do you think so? Yeah. That one, Powernomics. Um, what's the other one? And then, you know what I'm saying? And then just say it comes from. Black Lives Studios. Read it for money? Yeah, you can do that. For real? Yeah. Because I, I could do that shit. Yeah. In partnership with Black Lotus, with the Black Lotus Podcast, we present to you The Man Not, read by Josiah Jacobs. Hey, yo. Narrated by Josiah Jacobs. Wait, what I posted? I posted on our podcast? Or, or like. We could, you, we could have that. Now, I'll read, I'll read one. We can do it like, we can go, we can go tag team. <gasps> I read a chapter, you read a chapter? Oh, and, and people will be like, I, I like what Michael reads more than Josiah. Yeah, they'll be like, I like when Josiah reads more than Josiah. Hey, bro, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that. I like the ideas flowing. But if you just listen to what I read, we are at the bottom of every population indicator. Another thing, education. You know, black males get less than forty percent of degrees awarded to black Americans. So that means sixty percent of degrees, or oh, more than sixty percent of degrees, are given to black women. Which is fine. We love to see our black women doing well. We love to see that. But but we but not at the expense of black of black men and boys not doing well, because that's that's not that's not how you achieve balance as a community. You need strong male leaders. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. And if a lot of us are being put in jail, robbed of our masculinity while we're in prison, killed on the street, killed by the cops, and all that shit, and not in sexual abuse within the home, because because I will say this, black men, we are not perfect when it comes to domestic violence. We, we have not. issues. We do. But it, it goes both ways. It there, does. Yes, men, it does. Men are severely unlikely to, to report um, sexual abuse that occurs that, that occurs within the household yeah. because men, as, men, men in general because as men in but general black men black men especially because men men like honestly I'm not, I'm gonna keep it a whole buck with y'all to us that is embarrassing to report of course it is 
Our pride, our pride, our pride would not let would not let us do that. Bro. It's embarrassing to report because it's not as accepted in society. You even you even hear about um, when whenever people say they um like a lot of people can't even fathom the idea of of men getting raped because because that's that's not how we're conditioned to believe what rape is in our society. I'm, I'm gonna give a story right now that I read from the men now. Um, the 1950s. 1953. Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's another example of of, how, of of the role white women have played in, in, in this in this white hegemonic hierarchy that we're a part of. Yep. So 1953. Is this, this dude, is this Clo- is this Cleaver? No. Uh, well, it's in the same chapter. Have you gotten to that part? Have you gotten to Little Jesus yet? Hell yeah, I've been past Little Jesus. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, but that shit is crazy. That's crazy. That shit is crazy, it tra- it sh- it, bro. It really made me, bro. When it's I read that, sad, it me, bro. When it, when I read that, it made me question like Christianity really heavy and what God was. And then I snapped myself right back. I mean, I don't even think there's anything wrong to like question it, though. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with questioning it, despite what what uh, church says. You, you, nothing, you religion, just religion to, does not want you not to question things. You, you just have to reevaluate what your faith meant to you. Exactly. Not even that. Or, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly, exactly that. What it means to that you. That and, that and, how it rationalizes it in my ideology. Right, exactly. How it rationalizes it in your, in your specific ideology that is mm-hmm. tailored to you. Exactly. But, um, so, like, now what I was going to say, it's, it's like, it's like, like, it's like a, like a short little excerpt mm-hmm. from the, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read out loud, I'm going to paraphrase, but, talking about, a white white man, he worked for the, for this white woman mm-hmm. in the nineteen fifties, nineteen fifty three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And she, he, she, um, she, she was very clearly trying to make advances on him, like she wanted him because I remember this. because 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 of stereotypes, and because of um, he said it's all, yeah. all all that all that yeah. stuff. White white women still wanted to fuck black dudes. Yes, they did. They they wanted to see what it was like. Let me get a piece of the black beast. Let me get a BBC. Let me see what it's like, you know? So. Big black. Okay, yeah, that was not necessary. Truck. Bruh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so like, that happened, right? <laughs> so he was walking. This man, this black man was walking with his wife, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Near 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 the job. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that same white lady who he was, who he was working for, mm-hmm. she told him to uh, come to the car. Come to the back of her car, and he was like, "Bro, I'm with my wife," mm-hmm. and and she said something racist, and implied that if you don't come here, I'm gonna tell people that you raped me. And and he and he and he left his wife, and he 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 left his wife in that moment, and he went with the white woman. Yeah, and and his wife re, recounted that saying that that happened. Recanted saying that if you. Like no one outside the South will understand why I understand what happened, because that that was just a plain reality. Yeah. Of of she a, had to accept it in that she, moment. Had, she had to accept it. That's that's and and, and 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 he and he had to and he had to have sex with her unconsensually because out out of fear for his life. You know, like we don't. Like and that's and that stuff is deep inside of our psychology, yeah. bro. It's it's still there. Certain things, behaviors that we have today. Yeah. It's 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 deep. 
And I just want to, I guess, I guess this is my segment of critical race theory because I'm telling the truth about what happened. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not told the truth about this society mm-hmm. because, like I said, it says white womanhood is held to the high standard by white men, the people who rule this country. They're going to, they're going to sacrifice themselves and absolve their women from the, from the vitriol and yeah. hate that should yeah. come their way. Which is what we should be doing as black men. Exactly. And we're going we we to let people know and make people aware of this stuff because it's important to know your history so you can understand your present but the only problem, and your future. The only problem with us being able to do that is that um, black women don't want us to. I saw a video the other day and this is how I realized and this is how I came to this conclusion. Right. A dude said, a woman said, I am... Where, where did I see that? Did I, did I send that to you? It was on Instagram, bro. It was good. It, he said, uh... I think it was on Chuckaboris. Claude will have fun with that this one. You said Claude would? He's he yeah, gonna, he gonna learn a lot from this podcast. Yeah, he is. Shout out to Claude, man. Facts. Shout out to I, I wanted to, I, after you go, I wanted to make a point that I got that. I, I wanted to talk about connection I made in my book about black male podcasts. Uh, can I just say one thing? No, I said after you saw it. Okay, all right. Listen, listen. Chaka Bars does not come up if you look up his name. He doesn't. He will not come up if you look up his name. But if you look up uh, Chaka Bars' life, it does come up. And then he's following Chaka Bar's life. And that's how you can pull him up. Isn't that crazy? It's sick. You can only catch him when he's on your timeline. But other than that, you won't catch him. And you won't catch him when he's posting about his like the real stuff. Okay. On, on this Chaka Bar's life. Actually, let me, let me see the page real quick. Alright. Let me see. I just want to see what he, what he posts on there. Okay, so he's, he's posting real shit. Here. It's just um, it's not a lot. It's not. It's not as much. Okay, um, but we, we were talking about what did what did you say about black women? Um, I'm about to show you. It was real, bro. Listen, this is what was, this is what this is what was said. It's paraphrase that, yeah. It's paraphrase that. She pretty much said that black uh that that she was a independent, um, proud, um, ambitious, strong black woman. Right? And she said she was she had a mouth on her and she was going to use it. And Nobody can tell her anything because I'm able to provide for myself, and that's all I have been able, to, and that's all I need to do. But the question isn't: Are you able to provide? That is so toxic, bro. It's never. 
Because in relationships, it's not about surviving. And that's the problem. Black people have always viewed relationships as a means of surviving. No, relationships are not supposed to be means of survival. They're supposed to be means of thriving. And growth. Exactly. Expanding. And you cannot have... Building a dynasty. You can't build a dynasty building by yourself. A off building of one a income. Off of one income. My that, parents preach to me every, every day. Oh, for one, you can't, bro. My, my parents preach to me can't. every day. Listen, my parents preach to me every day and say, listen, you need to have multiple incomes. And I say, okay, that makes sense. But our grandfathers didn't have to have it. I wonder why. Our grandmothers didn't have to have it, but the household still had two. And our fathers didn't have to have two. My grandma still worked, though. That's true. It's my grandma still worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? But when... The mother worked. The father only had to work one job. And honestly, we honestly Wait, but but we, we need to get that bullshit out of our heads that that like that like that like black women were ever just sitting in the house cooking and cleaning facts. because because that facts. is that that is white shit. That black is people, we did not have the wealth in order to do. Yeah, that. we 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 didn't we didn't have the liberties. We didn't have the liberty to yeah. to, to, have, to have a to have our to have yeah. our women in the house just cooking, just cooking and cleaning and taking care of the nah. kids all day. No. Nah. that's not but, like. But they made it work though. Exactly. With the father. Exactly. But, but with the father too though. Right. Even if the father had to work two jobs. It's like bro. But I'm saying but 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 most of the time let me recant that statement. Let me recant that statement. I'm gonna recant that I'm gonna recant the one stream income. It's sufficient back then. The father's usually like it went from one stream was good enough to two streams in, are needed. But then you have the father. But yeah, but then you had the father who had two jobs. But the mother had two jobs too. My man worked two jobs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that was real though. Right. Chris Rock spoke some real stuff on that. I feel like I feel like everybody hates Chris is real if you really look well, at it. When, when I look back and watch it again, looking, yeah. looking at how the black community like yeah, how I look now, yeah. like, that should be hitting different, bro. It, bro, yeah. When I look at the world that, through a different like, that and different PJs, lens. yeah, that and PJs. And I watched the Boondocks the other day, and I really, it really looking at look, having a different appreciation. That that just gave me a different appreciation for the black community and what it could be and what it still is and what we will be. Yeah. But we will be, yeah. Bro, I'm thinking about that. Uh, you talking about that uh, the black black woman? I kind of want to say girl because that just mindset is so immature. That that mindset is childlike mindset. I I make I make hella I make enough money to where a man doesn't need need to. Oh, help. you know what the black man said? What he said? He said okay. But the reason he said he she said she said. Oh, so you just like the rest of the black men who don't like aggressive black women. Oh, man. And you know what he said? What? He said, it's not that I'm intimidated. I just don't. I choose not to put up with it. Right. Because what a lot of black people don't realize is that even though, you know, there's people outside of our race who are uh, a lot less... uh, Aggressive, not all black women are like that. Hell no. You know what I'm saying, but the majority have some sort of issue either because they were not raised in a sufficient household with a good village, or their father was gone. I mean, no, 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 not not that. Or um, 
They're affected by mass media. Or because their father was gone, they don't respect male leadership. Facts. Or because they're they're well, that, well, I mean, I was alluding to that when I was saying an incomplete village, right? Well, I just wanted to say it, like yeah. say it, yeah, out loud, like. I mean, there's a lot of things that come with that. Like an incomplete village could look like a like a lost father, uh, a father that's locked up, um, a father that's you know abusive or or it's a, it's a broken home, right? Okay, Michael, have you heard of the book, The Black Macho and the Myth of Superwoman? I have heard of that. Okay. And I heard that's like the polaric central for the black community, like Bible. That's a problem. That book is a problem. Tommy Curry talks about it in the man not. Mm-hmm. He talks about he he alludes to how dangerous it was because mm-hmm. it was it was written in nineteen sixty eight, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the author of the book. So black men and black women would read it. Right. Wait, hold crazy. on. I, I want to I say her name. Um, and she went back on all her statements. Exactly. She went back on she all went of them. Back, she went back on all her statements. She, she went She went back on all of them, bro. Yeah. Okay. Michelle Wallace. Yep. That's her. The author of Black, the, the Myth of the Black Macho and the Superwoman. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, okay. No. The Black Macho and the Myth of the Superwoman. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. That book perpetuated... Stereotypes of a sexualized black man mm-hmm. in that time period, right? And it, it it gave academia something to to base our behavior on. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing is, in psychology, by a black woman, though. by a black woman. And the thing is, when you when you base something like that on the people, and, and there's no other book that is like that, people mm-hmm. are going to start to accept that as as belief. And and then and then and then and then the masses. Because because now professors are going to talk about that book. Mm-hmm. Now the masses, it's going to trickle down, and then you have people who are going to actually act like that more often. They're going to they're going to play that role. And the thing is, she recanted all of her statements years later because that was about her specific situation, about yeah. about her abusive father, yeah. uh, about her abusive about the the abusive black men in her life. And she went she went at that not from a central standpoint, even though it was supposed to be looked at it. As a central standpoint, she her biases very uh, skewed her research and the results that came with it, and it, gen- and, it generalized all black and men. the and the context and the evidence and, and the context of, of of her evidence. Her mom even wrote her, her mom even wrote a book responding to how how capped that shit was. She was like her mom wrote a book saying like that was a myth. Like she was like. Our family, like, these generations after slavery, and I had no idea that our family was like that. Anything that you said in that book, I had no idea. I had never seen any black man act like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's it's things like that, and, like, that that is a foundational feminist piece yeah. for black women. Yeah. When, it's, when, when it was based on the, on the traumatic experiences of one black woman. Not saying that other black women... Don't experience they that same. Don't thing. experience that same thing because they because they very much and do. a lot and a lot do. And like and a, and, a, and a lot do, but it's dangerous when you group us all into the same black macho category. And a, and, a, and when you group us all into the same category, like psychology says, people are going to naturally start to fit the stereotype that is given to them. So then you actually create more black machos. As as a result, of of works like that. That's why and they, or. You create soy boys. Right. Because of the lack of 
strengthening of the weak spirit. Or at a young age. And also soul boys because they will because they will try to repress their masculinity. Yeah. Because because their masculinity has been made to feel like it like it it offends people. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and and if you don't have a father who strengthens that, who says like, no, be a man. Yeah, stop crying. If, if, if not, no, 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 not, no, no, no. not not even stop crying, just no, 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 enforcing no, no, no. manhood principles. Let me let me say this: one of the biggest myths that the fem that the fem that the whole feminist movement, you know, tries to tell black men or tries to tell men, is to stop crying. It's not stop crying about a situation. It's about stop crying when you're going through it. You don't have time as a black man. To sit and cry about something as you're going through it. Right, you don't. Because you will continue to get hit by a bunch of different blows. A bunch of them. A bunch, bro. But after, once you're assessing your injuries, you can begin to assess your mental problems, your emotional, and emotional scars that came with that. And with that, in order to heal, you must cry. You have to, bro. And, and it's... And instead of looking at crying as a sad thing, look at it as a thing that mu- that is necessary. And I honestly am thankful for 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 tears because 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 some at least at least sometimes the last time I cried, I can only say it changed my life. I remember you. That was in April. When last time I cried, I came to a realization about myself that I'm really happy about now. And I came to a realization about myself. Well, it wasn't just like it was just let like a let out of emotions. Yeah, that exactly. I, I, after after a very terrible month, April was was dog shit for me. Yeah. And through that, I came to a realization. Like I just came to a realization of my life and like what mattered to me and what didn't and who I want to be and what I want to be in my life. Mm-hmm. And the tears that I shed. I I feel like a transformed individual from from like who I was two months ago, honestly. Completely different person, and I want to um talk about uh the the point I was talking about um the podcast the the male podcast mm-hmm. thing. I love talking about this shit because um I hate when people try to take away black men's voice away. Um, it really really pisses me off, but. I'm going to, um, this is like a note, a note that I made in my book. Um, all right. So we are used to gender studies. Yes, we are. But from mm-hmm. a, but from a woman's perspective or just, a white just, woman's perspective, just, just about women, not, not, not even just about white women. My bad, all. my bad. That, that was, that was my bias. That was my bias. Shout out to Miss Curry. But like, but like women just in general, like gender studies have been done a lot, like on black women, white women, like in even like other races, <coughs> and, wait, wait, and, say, and, wait, and, wait, and wait. white and white men too, because 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 they are the patriarchs of this society. I was gonna say instead of from a white woman's perspective, let's change that to a feminist perspective. Right, and, and instead the, of instead of a black woman's perspective or a woman's perspective, it's from a feminist perspective. And we know what the feminist movement, right, and what it's what what it what it's skewed from, right, and what it's skewed towards. In fact. And I was I was honestly theorizing, um, and th- th- this all since there hasn't been since there was a really long time without black men being studied because a lot of times we are grouped into the patriarchy, so people don't think there needs to be a study on men because because we're men and we have an inherent advantage in this country because we're men. 
when that is as black men it's false it's completely false and I think this ties into the podcasting because since there haven't been um, studies where our opinion and reflections are taken seriously mm-hmm. people are not used to how we feel about things yeah people are not people are not used to what to what we have to say because yeah. it's, it's, it's never been accepted even even the modern feminist movement they they have grouped black men into the patriarchy, but if you look into the yeah, but but, but if, if you look into the workings of W. B. Du Bois and every black intellectual of the early nineteen hundreds, mm-hmm. they fiercely, fiercely reprimanded it. They fiercely reprimanded it, mm-hmm. fiercely worked. It's like we they strongly did not fuck with that shit, but their reflections are not taken. They, they are not looked at when you like they want to group. See, it's like. We cannot look, it's like Thomas Sowell says, you cannot look at history through the lens of the present. You must look at history through the lens of the time period that you are looking at it in. I think that's been one of my biggest revelations. Looking at history, and I'm, I'm, you know I've been a historian my whole life. So I've always looked at history through that. But I've really tried to hone in on it now. And I think the reason why people are so mad that black men have podcasting, have podcasts and are able to talk about what we think, is because they are not used to our opinion. They're, they're not used to hearing our opinion. Because it's always been ignored. Our reflections of our lives have always been ignored. Even Eldridge Cleaver. For those who don't like Eldridge Cleaver, it's understandable. Because he was a rapist. Yes. You know? He was. But his perspective of being of a black male inside of prison is something that we have not seen. We always get the perspective of prison from the perspective of intellectuals who are not in prison. We always hear about mass incarceration and how it's neo-slavery. We know that, but we don't get the experience of black men in prison and how that represses their masculinity yeah. and their sexuality. And 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 how they and how they allow black men to engage in homosexual acts acts under the guise of the prison because they like it. Black white women love to have black men stripped of their masculinity and have themselves not not saying if you're gay you strip your masculinity no but I'm saying is black men who were not gay were doing things that 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 they wouldn't have done if they were in if they weren't in prison we don't get those perspectives they're not taken seriously Elders Cleaver's reflections are not taken seriously because because of I if I if I if I have his identity as a rapist but he was a political activist a member of the Black Panther Party, so you he, can't t- like like. I so we knew he was why. a thinker. He wasn't stupid. Yeah, no, no, no. He could have been a psychopath, but that doesn't mean he's stupid. Yeah, but 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 the but the reason why I didn't listen to his stories about sexuality is because of him being a rapist. That's therefore, valid. therefore his 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 therefore they felt like his his opinion was skewed. But be, but the reason why he claimed that he was a rapist is because. That's what society made him out to be. Exactly. That's he. He claims that the reason he was a rapist is because that's because that's what the prison turned him into. Yeah. That's what the prison turned him into. I mean, that's 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 what he claimed. I thought. I right, wait, wait. I thought it was the other around. I thought he just became more, more of a rapist in prison. I thought he just or he just, I, it, 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 he just I, became I, gay. It, it might have been more because like I mean, it's theory. Gay. I mean, like he, he was a repressed yeah. homosexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what it was. But. But the reason why I the reason why I thought he was uh, society made him out to be that way because um, I felt that when you don't strengthen a black man's when you don't when you don't strengthen a man's when you don't forget a black man when you don't strip when you don't strengthen a man's soul or his spirit he becomes weak like a child 
and he begins to grab at the shiniest object or the most appeasing object he can grab that is going to take up his time. Mm-hmm. Right? So if he grabs something bad, right, like a knife, right. he's going to hurt himself. So let's say he grabs on to sexuality and then you look at how he looked at you look at how he looked at sexuality and how sexuality was placed upon him as a big mean rapist right he's gonna go out and do that because what else does he have to do like he can't if you're already placing that upon him people are looking at it looking at him like that and since he has a weak spirit he doesn't know how to rise above that and try to make more of himself he's just going to be like well fuck it if you guys already see me like that let me go out and do it right so he went out and did it I, I think people are going to hear what we're saying and, and say that we're being rape apologists I'm not I'm not excusing I'm not excusing it, this at all yeah it's just it's not it's not it's not excusing it no no it's understanding it's understanding the perspective right he, he he's he's definitely in hell right now right facts like like, like don't get me wrong unless he unless he has repented and and, and, and taking the necessary steps to um, do that if you're religious. Um, Wait, he's definitely in right. hell. No, nothing but about... he, um, even we all we all know this podcast is above political correctness. It is about the education of it is it is about the wisdom that we share on this podcast right you know what i'm saying it's not about necessarily the source but the wisdom that the source gave us that is what this podcast is about what i'm saying is that the the source source elder cleaver giving him giving us his experience and then his reflection upon his experience was the reflection was relatable, which is why his experience made sense to a lot of us who were reading that book. Right. Because, because we see ourselves as hypersexualized black men. Exactly. Exactly. So that's looking that's at his, that's why he acted like that. Yeah. That's not. I'm not saying that's why he acted like that. But another another thing that fed into the stereotype is that that's black, what I was saying. Black men were already were already viewed as that's what I was as, saying. as brute male sexual force that's what I was saying. fucking objects. So he said, since his spirit was weak, instead of rising above it, he said, "Fuck it. If you guys already see me like that, why don't I just go ahead and do it?" Right. You know what I'm saying. And and Elders Cleaver said, um, he said. If if it was like days, when, 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 whenever the dudes wanna wanted to engage in intercourse, mm-hmm. they would they would go to a to to a, a chapel, a chapel oh, yeah. a, a yeah. chapel mm-hmm. that, that, that was within the prison, mm-hmm. and and it was it was it was monitored by by white guards. Yeah. And, and and he said he said if those he said if he said if those rooms were bugged, then I see why these why these prison walls have stood up for so long. Bugged in terms of like, um, they they can hear what's going on inside, yeah. because those white men get a kick, yeah, out of um, yeah, out, out out of seeing us as black male rapists, yeah, because it feeds into the stereotype that they believed of us to be, right, and 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 they know the prison industrial complex creates that, so why are they gonna take it away? They wouldn't, exactly. They they literally cannot. They're not. They cannot. 
If we if we even try to seriously attack that, you know how you know how much of an uproar that would be. If we said, "Hey, let's abolish let's abolish instead of abolishing the police, we said, "Hey, let's abolish a prison," and we instead of having private sectors, we recreate them and make them government uh, or and make them uh, community based. Community based at what way? Okay, community based prison. Yeah. Like prison, prison, like community-based uh, detention centers. Right. Instead of having, instead of having, you know, instead of trying to, that's what I really feel like would have happened if we had did the defund the police correctly. Instead of really defunding them, we just create community. You know what I'm saying? We or just, get, just making prison an actual rehabilitative place. Exactly. Yeah, but that's exactly. not the point of this no. prison system. It's prison is a, is its own society. That's why, like, you don't come you, you don't come out of you don't come out of prison ready to go back into society. Right. Because prison created its own society. Exactly. It created a society of 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 of, immort, of, of immortality of. Of 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 uh, crabs in a barrel, but just way worse. And the thing is, I, people it, always compare European prisons to American. Like, damn, why can't our shit be like that? But the thing is, those European countries don't have the same history of of oppression and deception and lies and yeah. fake moral righteousness. Well, those other countries. Well, well, so our country is gonna have fucked up shit. No, no, no. Let me explain. Our our, our country. It's only our country because of black people. Those other countries in Europe are not, were not built by black people. They weren't. Their societies, ironically, were built by white people, but it was taken by, it was taken over by white people. This society was built by black people before white people. So there's a clear difference to why, you know, the, right. Why why the prison system is different? No because no no prison, I know I, I know they that. prison because they prison black people. They don't prison black people over there for the same reason they prison black people over here. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying America has a different history. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't like how people yeah compare but, it. Yeah. But that's yeah. the that's the that's the reason right there. Right. No. Facts. You know what I'm saying facts. It's just um, it's just kind of interesting hearing uh, I just seeing I just love hearing different perspectives, bro. Yeah. I just love hearing different perspectives and just being enlightened because there's a lot of information that we don't know. Um, there's no knowns. <laughs> it's not. Bro, it's just not. It's not, bro. There, there are there are no no knowns. Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that we um, that that has lied to us about. Yeah. A lot of a, a lot of accurate representations of history that aren't talked about in school. Um, in the education system, I was actually, I was looking today, um, after I read, I was on Wikipedia, I just like looking at shit, um, I saw Mississippi, I saw their, their education rate, and how it was, uh, it's hell low, isn't it? It's like, like last in the country, Jesus Christ, and, you know, like, 3% of kids there take the SAT? Hmm? 3%. When the national average is like 43 to 45%. How many people... Let me let me look something up real quick. And thirty seven percent of the population is black. And I don't think that is not an indictment on black people. Wait, 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 wait. It is an indictment wait, wait, wait. on the education system. What? You said thirty three percent? Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty seven is a very high percentage. 
You know our national It's the south bro That's where we are That's where we were That's the whole state So that's like 2% of us In America Damn Nah that's not 2% You got That's 2% You have to think per, per capita Mississippi isn't a big state yeah, but you gotta think that they have thirty. They have thirty three percent. They have thirty seven percent of their 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 population is thirty seven percent. Right. So you multiply thirty seven percent times their. Watch. Let's look at this. That's not two percent. That's two percent. That's not. There's fifty states. Okay. Okay. Times okay. times two equals a hundred. But but not every state has the same amount of people. I know, but if you take per like, watch watch. That's that's down to like two percent, but like nah okay, look that up. But what I'm saying is, I they 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 keep their education system dumb because it benefits them in both ways. It benefits white people. It benefits the it benefits those those Republican politicians because it benefits um it, it benefits them because by keeping their people ignorant, they know their voter base is gonna believe everything that they say. Mm-hmm. So we are, we we only have to explain why it's good for them to keep black people ignorant. But it's yeah. also good for them to keep the white people from their respective state ignorant as well. Because as you, the more you get educated, the more you're like, the less susceptible you are to bullshit. That's just a fact. All you gotta do is just, just look at how many black people are in Mississippi and look at how many black people are in the United States. Yeah. That's one million black people. In Mississippi? Yes. So you're telling me there are 12 million black there there are one 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 million you said two percent? Is two percent. Oh. I'm bro, I was tripping. You said two percent. For some reason I was thinking in my head you said twenty percent. No, two percent. No, two percent. No, 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 That's I, a significant number no, though. No, 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 because I was thinking I was thinking you you said you said two percent and then I equated twelve. So I was thinking you. I thought I was thinking you, you meant you meant one sixth of black people in America are in Mississippi. No, no I, I, saying, I misunderstood you right there. Two, two percent. You. But I'm saying two percent, and you said how many percent? What percent of? But then we got to take consideration what percent of black people compared to the national take the SAT. So you get that number, and you multiply that by that four percent. Then you got to multiply that by that one million. And that's how many black people took that SAT. I forgot you was in Mississippi. I forgot you're good at math. (laughs) I I forgot (laughs) you're good at math. I really forgot that you're actually good at math. But that, like, that's like that, like, like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. It is crazy, bro. Like, like that, like that's really crazy. Like how, how we really, like, we don't put forth. You don't put. We don't put forth. The right things. We don't. We don't put forth intellectualism in our community. We don't put forth solidarity and relationships anymore. I'm not. I now now on this podcast. I am not going to be one of those niggas who says uh, our grandmothers put up with all that shit. So you women should too. But what I will say is, is that. A lot of the trials and tribulations that our grandfathers went through, we don't have to go through. We don't, not at all. 
So that energy, that energy and, and that ideology is most likely not going to be with a lot of us. More of that ideology is the the ideology that that of, of abuse, in my opinion, and, and from what I've seen, is going to be coming from not the majority, but the men who have the issues okay. and they haven't been to therapy and they haven't done the things that are necessary in to, in order to have a healthy strong and wealthy family as men and women we both need to work on ourselves right. i think i think as black men individually and I, then together i i think i think as black That's men we need to become comfortable and accept the reality that we need to be leaders and black women need to understand and let us lead a lot of them want us to lead yeah, they, naturally. They, they naturally as women, they they want us to naturally. lead. If, if you ask, if you ask, if you ask, the majority of black women in the heterosexual sexual marketplace, the majority are going to say that they want the man to lead. Exactly, but we need to take initiative and, be, and become leaders ourselves because a lot of us aren't leaders. And the reason being is because a lot of black men have weak spirits, but the black women are not helping it at all. And that starts with our mothers. And that starts with the women in our village. They cannot tell us that masculinity is something that we should be afraid of. We need to embrace our masculinity. The same way that you tell your daughters to embrace their femininity. But also embrace their independence. That's the thing. A lot of black sons don't have to do all the things that the black daughters have to do like my sister washes my clothes really i pay her to do it my sister sometimes. my sister used to cook for me yeah you see what i'm saying and my sister did too sometimes and my mom would tell her to do that but i didn't have to do as much for my sister as she had to do for me i would have to do more of like the tedious stuff like take out the trash and yeah facts you know, take out the my trash, sister like, my sister take actually, out the trash yeah. kill spiders and shit yeah. like you exactly. know all, all that all that same the reason being though is because i feel like this is this is a stream of consciousness people all right this con- this conversation is going all over the place i feel that this is because a lot of us. We should have title that episode. This, huh? Stream of consciousness. Yeah, a black black thought of consciousness. No, black stream of thought. Ooh. Yep. Black stream of thought one. Black. I mean, this uh, is black this anthropology. Is black anthropology episode eight. Eight. Black stream of thought. Yes. Part one. No features. No features. Just those. Just those silent like Yes. Actually, that's that's what we gonna. Never mind. No, nah, we should we should call we should no nah, we should we should create a series. Black anthropology is when we bring on an expert. Black stream of thought or black yeah black stream of thought. Is no, nah, I us, think us two. I, I think that gets too confusing. I think we just gotta keep that shit all as like just all under black anthropology. Cause nigga, I'm not I'm sure. Say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say we're experts, yeah. but, but we'll, we'll just do. We'll just but do we definitely know what we're talking. Yeah, about. we'll just do. We'll just do. Uh, we'll just do. Uh, part one, two, three, four. Right, right, right. But what was I saying before that? 
You were saying something. I wasn't saying anything. You weren't? I was moving conversation. You no, you you you, you were saying you were wrong. saying you, you you were prefacing your the thought you were about to give yeah. by saying this is a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Well, before that, but but you were about to say I don't remember I don't remember what you what did I what did I, what you, was you, I talking about right before that? You were gonna say something new. I know, but what was I saying? Oh oh oh, fatherhood, fatherhood. Okay, fatherhood, black fatherhood, black fatherhood. I feel that back in the day. When you have the black father in the in the household, which is why I want to do that series, the, uh, from from uh, Paul Dukes or from Paul, from Paul to uh, to son, from Paul to son. No. Is, no, that's not a good name. You know, no. Wait, say it again. I I I think it should be. I think it should. Be, I don't know what it should be. But you said it should be Black Fathers Matter. And I said that shit was corny. No, okay, okay. That, that, was, just a, that was just a preliminary idea. Don't, don't, I was not passionately for that. Um, I think it could be... I don't know. But we'll figure it out. But the reason why I want to have this series is because I feel that... Fatherhood in the black community? Black, fatherhood in the black community could save the black community. Good fatherhood in the black, in the black community. They don't talk about white. They don't talk about good white fathers because that's what they're supposed to do. They don't talk about good black. They don't talk about good white moms because that's what they're supposed to do. They talk about good black dads because that is a phenomenon. It's not supposed to happen. Why is that not supposed to happen? Because the patriarchy doesn't want that to happen. But it does happen though. Black. And when it does happen, we praise it instead of looking at how that happened so we can replicate it. It's just kind of funny how like black black men get the get the assigned role of like patriarchs and shit like that when yeah. when in reality the black woman. we 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 engage more and contribute more in the household compared to any other race of men. We are actually less patriarchal than other groups of men because because we are more likely to help our women in the house with like household things yeah. and things like nurturing the children, taking care of the children. Yeah. When we're in the house, taking them to practice, we do that shit. To, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. That's an African collective consciousness. Consciousness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's there. It's there. It's just not all it's, gone, bro. It's not all gone. It's there. You know what I'm saying? They want to strip it from us, but they can't. Our community has a has has a has a has a, a consciousness a consciousness of resilience and working together. But 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 we need to actually actualize it. We need to bring it together. But it's in us. That's why, bro. Like that's why when when you when we walking down the street, see another black person. We nod. It doesn't happen all the time, but I know I nod. Oh, shit. Hey, we're going to end this podcast. What? It is 6.30, and we told we told that nigga Reggie 6... Didn't we? We're going to We're going to pause this podcast for a quick second as we deliberate. I think we're back. Yep, we're back. Um, hey, this is the end of a Black Lotus podcast. Um, let's, 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 let me redo that. Um, you're, you're not saying hey, we're back. This is the end of this episode. Um, and I think this is one of our Paramount episodes, for real. 
Yeah. Well, we talked about our episodes. So well, I ideology. Like, I feel like every time we, we record one of these, it's always it's always the paramount. Yeah. We're elevating. Yeah. We are elevating. Yeah. I think our ideologies are elevating into an in, into a black enlightening like for sure. Uh, a black enlightened uh, field. Growth mindset three is gonna go insane. Oh my goodness. But yeah, this is it. Thank you guys for listening. Listen, we have a lot of things in the woodworks, as you guys heard this episode. So just keep an ear to the to us. Keep watching the Black Lives stories. Keep watching our posts and stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of things on our works. Uh, and share this with friends, man. You know we are trying to expand into an empire, and the best nice. way that you guys can help us is by reposting and and just sharing. You know the podcast, man. Um, if you fuck with the message, bro, share it. Yeah, for real. We're not gonna grow as black people if, if we if we withhold this information. Me and Michael are talking about this shit so people can fit to can find out about it. We ain't no well, SoundCloud rappers. Bro. We're, we're not just scared. we're not just talking just to talk. We're not just talking like we got goals and ambitions. Like yeah. we're trying to change some shit. Exactly. So in order to change, you mm. gotta share the content and follow us on Instagram. Grow the brand, or the reputation. Me and Michael are serious about this shit. Exactly. And we need y'all help in order to grow. Exactly. Let's, keep, let's get this shit. Come on. Let's get to it, man. We got a lot of work to do, family. Hell yeah. We got a lot of work to do, stages, bro. Let's get to it. But hey, this is the end. Come back next week. We'll be back. Or in two weeks. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. One love. And as long as you guys show love, we will stay, stay consistent. extremely consistent. Soccer to me. See y'all.